KPV Radio, Central Texas. This is ARV. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Line 365 in this station. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! That's right, family and friends. It is the hottest radio network on the planet. TPV Radio have an all-star lineup just for you. Sunday, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. Monday, it's The Grub at 12 p.m. The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life at 6 p.m. Friday, The Caribbean Pepper Pot at 8 p.m. Saturday, Brother Down presents at 4 p.m. Men, let's talk every first Friday of the month at 4 p.m. TPV presents by appointment only. Coming to you on June 6th, it is our Saturday buffet with Lorraine Brown at 12 p.m. Walk with me. Let's go. At Majel's Products, we care for a better you our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today. Get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. And now, senores and senores do Brazil. And UFC fans watching around the world, live from the sold-out HSBC Arena in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. It's time! You're, you're, you're listening to Cell Life with Michael Savalos right now on TPV Radio. Coming down with Cell Life. This is Cell Life, and uh, uh, we are. Uh, first of all, the first thing we want to do is we want to go ahead and pray in. If everyone just give me a moment, uh, Father God, we just want to thank you for allowing us to come together today, for allowing me this platform to share my experiences and other men's and women's experiences 
and for just allowing me to uh, uh, just experience you, Lord. And uh, we just love you and we pray you and we just ask that you just continue to watch over all the men and women that are incarcerated and all of their families, Father, and all the all the police officers, all the correctional officers, everyone that is going through this particular situation, Father, with our with our correctional system, Father. We just ask that you care for them and you and you protect them, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, so uh, this is Cell Life. My name is Michael Ceballos. It is day eighty nine in a year long experiment into personal transformation and educating society on the different issues that convicts face inside the walls and outside the walls upon their release. Today, we're going to be talking about faith and incarceration. Faith and incarceration uh, are, are one and the same a lot of the times when a man gets incarcerated. But we have two great guests uh, that are going to be on the show today. And I'm going to go ahead and introduce them. Uh, I'm not going to bring them on now, but I do want to introduce them because I want to tell you all just a short story about faith and incarceration that has happened to me just in the last day and a half. But anyway, we have two wonderful guests today. Uh, one of them has already been on the show. His name is LaDavid Taylor. The other one is Jason Wysong, and it is his, it is his first time on the show but it is not his first rodeo. Let me tell you a little bit about LaDavid Taylor. LaDavid Taylor, uh, he's an Alpha Ambassador with Alpha USA in Houston. Uh, he's from Dallas and currently living in Houston. Uh, he did 19 years incarcerated. Uh, his assignments, or his assignment is point of contact for prison Alpha grads upon release for support and to connect them with Alpha groups or train them to run one or their own, offer this free tool to the bridge gap to bridge the gap between the church and the community through building relationships, train leaders to run Alpha and coach them on how to ask great questions based on the talks covered in the small groups. Basic elements of Alpha is love, laugh, and listen. Welcoming environment, food, and freedom to express their views without judgment or condemnation. Personal outreach team. One, Prison Transformation Initiative. Uh, he's got his email there, which is a PTI or transform at gmail.com. Uh, loving Arms, Team Mother Succeeding. And email there is lovingarms at uh, dot team at gmail.com. But what I want to say about David Taylor is that uh, uh, David Taylor has been out, I believe, a year, maybe two years, and he volunteered with Alpha for a long time, uh, for uh, I believe over a year before he was given a position with them. He is very devoted, and he is a great, uh, 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 great success and a great uh, person to have in, well, especially on our show tonight, but just in society, period. And I'm just great to call him one of my friends. Now, we have another gentleman that's going to be on the show today, and his name is Jason Wysong. And uh, let me pull up his... Uh, I just had him on my... On my here, here we go, here we go. Let's get this going. So Jason uh, has not 
been to prison in the sense of being sentenced. But I'm sure he's been to prison many of times because he's been involved in some of the uh, really great programs that they have in the prison uh, ministry uh, uh, arena. Let me just give you a breakdown of what Jason Wysong uh, has done. Jason began serving as volunteer mentor with CRGJMA, Christian Restorative Justice Mentor Association, at the East Ham Unit in 2015. Since then, he has served as mentor in five different units and is the founder and volunteer coordinator for the WIN Unit Mentor Program, which is great. We want to be a part of it. Uh, he currently serves as the vice chair on the board of CRGMA along the way he has served in various other prison ministry programs, including Kairos and Jubilee Ministry Weekends, Bill Glass, Behind the Walls Ministry, Mike Barber Ministry, the Prison Entrepreneurship Program, which I'm not sure, Jason, that you know that I am a graduate of that uh, from uh, the first uh, one that they had on the Cleveland unit, which, which is Class 8. So uh, Miss uh, Catherine Rohr at that time was a mentor of mine for a very long time. But anyway, so let me go on. Bridges to Life, the 2019 Governor's Award winning H-O-N-O-R, Helping Our Neighbors Overcome and Rebuilding, Program Assisting Incarcerated Veterans and Serves as a Justice Advocacy Ambassador for Prison Fellowship, which is another, you know, great program that's been around forever. In 2019, as leader of the prison ministry at Woodlands Church, Jason facilitated the founding of the first CRGMA female mentoring program at the Henley State Jail in Dayton, Texas, with the women of Woodlands Church. Jason recently accepted the role of partnership liaison between CRGMA and Crosswalk Center, Houston's hopeful reentry hub, where he will also act as volunteer coordinator for mentoring, coaching at Prison Fellowship Carol Vance Unit between the two organizations. Jason is the Prison Ministry Connect Group leader, where he now worships at Hope City Church. So those are the two very uh, connected, very faithful, very uh, strong men that are going to be on the show today. But I do want to share a just a quick story, a quick story. Uh, uh, story of how God has been moving in cell life and uh, just uh, allowing us to uh, allowing us to help other people because God is helping us. God has God has done so much in my life that uh, anyway, let me just tell you a little story. Okay, so I get a message a few days ago from uh, from someone that has been watching my Facebook live show for a while. I have a uh, I have a live Facebook show. If anyone doesn't know, uh, that goes on every night at 9 p.m. except for Sunday nights. Although I am going to do a show tonight. Uh, so, uh, but it's every uh, step uh, six days a week except for Sunday. Uh, we do a live Facebook show for about an hour, 
and we talk about prison. Well, she had been tuning into this show for a while and commenting and uh, really ministering to me in different ways that I'm not even sure that, that, that she realizes, but a lot of her comments and a lot of the things that I guess she shared with me were things that I could use in my personal life and also in my uh, in my particular plight with the with the show and everything else. So anyway, uh, I got a message from her, and she was going through some things in a relationship that were uh, being detrimental to uh, to her well being. Not not necessarily violent, but just uh, very uh, very abusive. Uh, mentally and uh, yes, that was her relationship. Okay, well, uh, okay, well, it was a place where she was living. No, place and, where he told me I had okay. refuge, and it wasn't true. But he told me. Okay, okay. So anyway, we went. Uh, she messaged me, and she's in the uh, she's in the studio today. Uh, she messaged me, so we're going to get the story correctly, right? Mm-hmm. But she messaged me, and uh, we. I asked her, I said, do you mind if I put it on Facebook? And we asked for help to try and get you to a place where we can, uh, you know, get you to a safer place. So anyway, we uh, we did that, and immediately we began to get responses, and uh, we got a response from uh, someone, and they said they would go pick her up. She was in a fairly remote area. And uh, so, anyway, uh, they went to get her, and the person that actually went to pick her up, they had met a day prior, was it? Yeah, and, and yeah. They had, totally they had met a day prior on the Cell Life uh, Michael Ceballos page from watching the show. They had met and I been talking. She had friended her because she saw her on the cell life uh, deal. And anyway, so they became, uh, so they talked all day about random things, just became friends and talked. Well, when I put out the thing, no one knew who it was. And and this particular person is the one that contacted me. So I gave her uh, Kimberly's information and I said, contact her. And find out, get the logistics together, and, and see if you can go pick her up. And we will meet you somewhere and pick her up and get her to a safe place, which is where we are today. But anyway, so uh, all that went down, and uh, she was picked up and uh, is now uh, here with us. But I just, but they did not know who they were. So when I told when 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 she reached out to me and said I will go pick her up, I said okay here's the information and I gave it to her and they contacted each other. When she messaged her, she realized that they were already messaging each other the day before, and they realized who they were, and then it was like a perfect connection, and so she was more comfortable in going to pick her up because we didn't know what type of situation we were walking into either. You know, so God, faith, both of these women are tied into incarceration. That's why they're watching the show, and that's why uh, they were connected. 
And uh, so uh, they, uh, you know, uh, I had this one lady, uh, I had posted on a, uh, on one of the uh, prison reform things about some help for uh, trying to get this woman uh, picked up. So uh, we, uh, she said, she said, why are you posting this on a prison reform page? And I said, because not only are we for cell life, for prison reform, but we're also for personal transformation, and we're also for people that have been touched and affected by incarceration. So anyway, uh, things are going very well, and I just wanted to share that story and how God works and how he connects people. I mean we do not do outreach that way. I mean that's not what we do, but it is what we do because we are about stemming this flow of of, of blood from this gash of incarceration. So anyway, we have Jason and Mr. David Taylor and Jason Wysong on the line. Are y'all both on the line? How y'all doing, gentlemen? Hello, Christopher. Do we have Jason? Yeah, hey. Hello? Yes. Who is this? This is Jason. Hey, Jason. How are you doing, sir? Look, David, you got something going on in the background there, Jason. There you go. Um, that better? You're good. You're good. Okay. How you doing, I, brother? I had a, uh, good. It's got. It's nice to finally finally speak with you. Yes, yes, absolutely, man. I've heard a lot of great things about you, Jason. I'm so uh, I'm so happy that you come on the show. Now we are talking, of course, about faith and incarceration, and I just shared a short story, but I want to kind of get uh, say is 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 Le David on the line, Christopher? Yes, I'm here. All right, what's up, Le David? What's going on? All right, how you doing, my brother, man? I'm, I really appreciate you coming on the show again. Uh, man, yeah, no man, problem. I really do. How are you? Man, I'm doing good. We got to put a start putting the time on those uh, flyers, man, because I swore we did this Monday at six thirty or Sunday at six thirty. <laughs> not. not. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, hey, that's all right. My bad, man. Uh, we are. Uh, <laughs> We are every Sunday from 4.30 to 6.30, and that's the last yeah. time we did it was the same time, David. But, hey, look, I get mixed <laughs> up all the time, and I should have I got them out sooner. Uh, I thought I did. I'm, I'm, I'm technically challenged uh, no, uh, technology. No, you did but, good. Uh, it just didn't, it didn't have a date and time, and my fault. Because I got my date and times crossed. Because we were both together on Dorothy's show, remember? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I Dorothy's show with you. And that was a different time. It was all crossed up, man. But thank God for Christopher. Yeah. Christopher. Absolutely. (laughs) Christopher. Christopher is my boy, man. That's, That's my producer. That's my pastor. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, he is my uh, a spiritual uh, advisor, all that, man. I love Christopher. So anyway, look, uh, uh, David, uh, uh, let me let me kind of get your take. Okay, so so our topic today is faith and incarceration. Now, right. there's many there's many ways we can look at that, uh, uh, but but I just want to kind of get uh, your take. On that subject, uh, from 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 both sides. I mean, you've been on both sides, just like myself. And I just want to kind of get uh, where you think we are right now, uh, as far as the work that we do inside the prisons to prepare these men through faith uh, and and bringing them out after incarceration. I don't know. I just want to get your thoughts on it. Just, just, just. You can flow and let me know whatever you think, brother. Okay. Well, I'll say Texas have done a good job of opening the door for ministries to come in to uh, to minister to the to the fellas. They have a lot of programs. They have a lot of programs. Are all of them beneficiary? No. Beneficial? No. All of them are not beneficial. But the door is open. That's all you, you needed was a door open because at one point it was real hard to get a good church in that uh, mm-hmm. that come and really bring some type of curriculum or some type of service to the men that are there. But now it's easier. Now, as far as preparing them for faith, church services is good. You have a lot of church service. Study in the word. Understand practical application to life. Not just sure. about the story of uh, John or different stories in the Beatitudes, but how does Proverbs, humility, how does that re- relate to my life? Having structural programs like that. You have the study of Proverbs, or do you have an uh, application of Proverbs? And so sure. I think, I think they, they, they lack that. They lack that. And Jason, I know Jason haven't been brought on yet, but Jason goes in as a mentor, and see a mentor. He he's taking in what he does is great, but a lot of prisons don't have that, and he needs volunteers for that because he's able to go in and not only discuss faith with him because that's a must. If you're talking about dealing with people and want to help them make it, faith is a must. Faith is a must. Sure. And people going in with Jason, you know, not just where he's going. But in other units, and you're, you're, you're able to discuss faith and deal with faith issues. And how does that relate to my life day to day out here? How does that relate sure, to my life? Sure. Jason can tell them that. And if you take in uh, experienced volunteers, they can tell you that. And these men need to know how to apply scripture. And it's so easy to say um, because you get it because people are so – you can't do what Jason do and not be relational. Sure. You can't do it. You have to, because you got to deal with that man's mess. When you're face to face and you're sitting there with him, you get to see, after going to see him, he goes to see him once a month. The first time, it might just be a coverage. But after the third or fourth time, the truth comes out, and you have to deal with that person. If it's something ugly there, if it's some, uh, they're blind, they're functioning in a blind manner, whatever it is, you have to deal with it. And now you are standing there as a mentor. Now, how do you do that? And now you can walk this person through their personal issues because you got to be real with them. You're there to mentor them. You're not there to, to play patty cake and give them something nice 
you know, to make them feel good. I just came in to make sure. No, Jason is there to give them what they need to prepare them mentally for coming out. They're going to give them, look, this is what I want to do. This is my plan. And Jason is standing there saying, okay, that's nice. But what are you going to do when your plan blows up in your face and it doesn't happen like you want it to? Because Jason not only is living the outside life and dealing with reality, but Jason deals with people like me and people like you that have done 20, 30, 40 years in prison. So he's, he's getting the best of both lives, and he's able to deliver this to these guys. That, Absolutely. Uh, you talk about, yeah, you talk about delivering faith on the inside. What Jason is doing is just one method, and it's a powerful method. I wish that we could get more volunteers that he can train and take in with him. Even if we do start with just the Huntsville units or whatever, join in and, and just be more than about yourself because you can't be about yourself and do what Jason is doing. You can't Absolutely do not. Absolutely so not. You, you talk yeah. just one way. That's just one way. Um, if you, I can, I can step to another if you want me to. But that's just one way. Delivering faith, bit practical, because Jason have to people that goes in with Jason mentors have to give them a practical application to life. Okay, it's fine, easy to say. Okay, just pray about it. You know, the Lord will will direct you. I'm I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I minister. I do everything. But what I do understand is that. The scripture doesn't teach you to pray about everything. There's some action that you have to take. You want to give everything to sure. Jesus as if Jesus is going to live for you, and that's not that's not the case. When you get out here and, and, and somebody says they slap you in the face with this job and tell you, nah, I'm not going to give you a job. You're not going to steal all my stuff. Employers are all blunt like that. That hurt people's feelings. What are you going to do? You're going to pray and just give it to Jesus? Or are you going to learn how you need to think and function according to what the Word says? What do you right. need to think about right. at that point? What actions do you need to take at that point? Because there's some actions that you need to take that the Bible teaches you about. So practical application, I would say. Practical application that mentors bring. Excellent. Alpha, you know, I do alpha. Alpha, we develop relationships. We take volunteers in. We also need volunteers for that. We take them in, and they spend 11 to 12 weeks with these men. One day, one day out of those 12 weeks, they spend six, about four to six hours with them, feeding them, talking to them, discussing the, 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 the Holy Spirit, and discussing the Holy Spirit in a way, in a practical way. What does he do in your life? That voice that you hear that's telling you you really shouldn't do that, you'll be surprised how many men in prison don't realize that that's God. They feel like God is not with them at all. They feel like that's their personal intellect. They feel like, you know, that's everything but God interacting with them, the Holy Spirit saying, hey, you might want to think about that. But through Alpha right, right. and the whole, dealing with the Holy Spirit, that's, that's uh, one whole day that we deal with the Holy Spirit, how he interacts with you, and what's your next step? What's your next step? And then we go off into other things to, to close out the session. But that's, we build relationships. It's not a preach and teach session. When you come to an alpha group, we don't sit down and tell you what we think about the Bible. We show a video that talks about faith in a practical way, and then we ask you questions. We ask you questions. So if, God, if you could ask God a question right now, what would it be? You can ask him anything and just look to hear what they have to say. Because sure, they're going to ask sure. questions based off their personal life. And guess what that gives you? 
that gives you, Mike, that gives you an opportunity to know what's in their heart, what they're dealing with, what's the closest thing to them so you can pray. Not so you can tell oh, yeah, them that's, what, you know. That's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful ahead, approach, beautiful approach. And because nobody Absolutely. listens to the men in prison. They don't listen. When was the last time you was listened to in prison? You went to a church, okay. you went to a service, Mike, and they basically told you what the word says and what God gave them to give you. Which is yeah, cool. Yeah. But guess what? Bruh. You have some things that you need to say and get out. You really do. And so I that's right. Open that's up right. That platform for a person to be listened to. We're gonna ask questions. That's right. Because that's the only way Absolutely. we can pray for you. And then it brings you into a personal place of awareness of your own thoughts and how you see things. And not only that, because we operate in small groups, 8 to 12 people, you get to hear the views of other people. And Alpha is designed for people that normally don't go to church. So you're not getting a churchy response. You're getting a response from your own peers, from your own personal environment. So it's not going to be a churchy Um, response. No, I'm going to ask the Lord, you know, what kind of gifts do we have for me? No, that's not the kind of responses you get. I want to ask him. Why did I get raped as a child? That's the kind of stuff right. they want. And so this right. shows you that they got stuff that they're dealing with, so you know where to pray. You know where to pray. So that's uh, that's that's the platform of Alpha, man, to develop relationships. And then when they get out, Mike, we set up a platform out here for them to also do the same thing and join other groups on the outside to help them gra- uh, develop solid relationships, solid relationships with people so you have somebody you can go to. So you somebody you can talk to because you already know the environment, alpha environment, this is an open environment, a safe environment. So you can ask what you want to ask and put it out there, and it's safe. Nobody's there to judge you. Judge you. I call it the no judgment zone. But we're there to hear what you got to say, man. We already know what to pray about, and let's just move forward in this thing because we're going to apply some, 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 uh, some action to these problems, man, and plus, Get you the things that you need. So you're talking about faith on the inside. There's a lot of things that I say that can be added. The door is open to it. The door is open to it. But practical application, that's what we need. We need more practical sure. application. With sure. That, I and I completely agree with you, David. I completely agree with you. I want to I bring Jason into the conversation, and I want to kind of put it. a question out there. I mean, just because you brought it up, David, how can we get involved? How can we volunteer? Let's say, let's say, uh, Jason, a man like me who's been out uh, four months uh, wants to go in and uh, share his story, uh, testimony, and minister to the men, and uh, he's got everything he's supposed to have together. I mean, how can we get involved not only as yeah. citizens, but as ex-convicts that are just now out that want to stay connected, that need to stay connected in order to succeed. That's just a question I want to put out there. But, but Jason, Mr. Wysong, you can talk about anything you want. i got much respect for you, and I'm so grateful that you're on the show. Go ahead and take the floor, sir. Jason, you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Okay. Um, 
It is, again, it's a, a pleasure to be uh, on the show with you. It's an honor. And, uh, you know, uh, a funny thing that I, I want to make sure and share with everyone is that, Michael, you and I have never spoken before today. We've never had a conversation before today. All of it's just kind of been um, online, uh, listen to your, to your Facebook live show. Um, and so what that, uh, the advantage of that is that the conversation that we're about to have today is fresh. <laughs> we we have absolutely absolutely <laughs> at all, and so we are truly having our first conversation, and we're sharing it here with the audience. So I think that's that's very special. Um, so that is very special. Um, that is very cool. <laughs> so, um, David, uh, first, I just uh, thank you so much for um, how you opened with um, promoting my mentoring program. Um, the check I'll send it uh, by Monday. I'll send oh, it <laughs> I believe in what he do, man. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I, I appreciate. That. I was just, I was blushing listening to you. Um, so, um, yeah. So, um, I guess um, uh, answering your question, um, how can uh, an in- individual with uh, much experience and background, as as both of you gentlemen have as being behind the walls because um yes as you mentioned in my introduction um no i i am not a convict ex-convict i have by the grace of god by the grace of god i have not um had to uh do a night uh behind those walls and uh and again it, it's just god has spared me and and i'm thankful grateful uh for it and uh i'm thankful that although um, you know, because I didn't have to, to, to be on the other side of those walls that uh, the Lord has um, still paved a path and opened door after door for me to serve in this ministry and given me a massive heart, obviously, for it. Um, so, uh, so, but I also appreciate the experience that, that both of you gentlemen have of actually living life and being there. And so uh, to make up for my lack of having been... <laughs> On the other side of those walls, I have, I have spent no. I've spent probably since as far back because some people ask me how I got into this ministry, and uh, I can tell you that um, I've spent ever since I was probably my adolescence. I love movies about prison. Shawshank Redemption is my favorite, right? Um, oh, I mine have, too. That's uh, my favorite. Right, right. I have uh, reading um, just documentaries, the MSNBC Locked Up series. How many? Nights I've spent falling asleep watching that. Um, just anything to do with that subject is just always caught my eyes. It's always been fascinating to me, and um, I think, which I think it is for a lot of men who haven't been on the other side of those walls, is just imagining what would that life be like. Um, I think the, one of the only ways that I can can relate to what that life is like is just some of some of the emotional characteristics, some of the things that you're going to feel. The isolation, the loneliness, the fear, um, just all that kind of emotions that I know I have uh, personally experienced in my life, in my own, sure. in my own world. I think so many Absolutely. people out here in the, so many people out here in the quote-unquote free world live in a prison of their own making, and uh, I certainly live that. So, th- on on that sense, I can relate with what you two gentlemen have experienced, and so um, combined with that. And studying, reading, everything I can to learn more about it, 
And, of course, now I have four years' experience going in and working one-on-one and serving, obviously, not only on mentoring, but working on several Kairos weekend teams and, and all the, Bill Glass and all the ministries that you mentioned that I'm a part of. Um, it's given me even more insight into the daily life, the lingo, all of that kind of thing, and uh, how, how I can um, help and serve. And uh, so <clears throat> my favorite ministry is uh, the mentoring. And um, I, I would say probably the main reason uh, why I love that ministry so much is because obviously it's not just going in and giving you a Bible study, giving you a message, but it's also the practicality of it. Um, we go in sure. and we help you, obviously, again, from a Christ-centered point of view, but we also um, help you to build that foundation of, okay, you're going to be getting out soon. So when you get out, what are you going to do for a job? What kind of experience do you have working? Um, what are you interested in doing? Um, and, of course, if I at all possible, I try and act as a networking connection to um, connect you to whatever field, give you any kind of information I can on your path to getting to that line of work. Then, of course, there is the question, well, wh- where are you going to live? Do you have family you can stay with? And if you don't, um, uh, do you have family, you know? And so, and if not, sure. then we have to find you some transitional uh, facility. And so I have, through, again, my networks um, collected a mass uh, sheet of, of resources that, a, that a, a man and a woman, actually, as well, can come out and know, okay, where can I apply? Where can I stay to get on my feet? Lastly, your family. <laughs> your family. A lot of guys have kids, have ex-wives, what relationships that they need to start planning, how are we going to rebuild those relationships? What are we going to do, you know, uh, when, when we're confronted with trying to get back in, uh, accumulate back with the family? And so that's also something that I bring up that's important to, to start thinking about. And so what I, I really feel like uh, the, the format allows for is making it, uh, giving the, the, the men and, of course, and as well the women the best opportunity to turn their life around, to come out of prison, turn their life around, and to go on to be happy, successful um, citizens and not go back. And, and if I'm – there's many men, people that I am able to help do that, that's, that's my calling. <laughs> that is what God called me to do. Sure. I, that just, sure. That's, yeah. And so, um, so I want to go back to what you, what you asked about how you – uh, can go back. You can go back in and serve. And of course, here in TDCJ, um, there's there's a um, there's a time uh, limit that you have to wait yeah. uh, before you're able sure. to go back in. Um, I believe it's 18 months. Um, so you got some time, <laughs> Michael. But but then you will come <laughs> back in, and and you'll have a lot of different uh, opportunities. You know, obviously um, there's there's mentoring. Um, you can go back in and. And I tell you what, Michael, if you come back in, and, I, and brother, you will. You're going to come back in with me and come yeah. here and join me on my mentoring. Yes, I am. And I, That's right. Yes, yes. And, and I'm going to, uh, while it's a one-on-one mentoring format, I will make sure that uh, we take time out to bring the group of, of men who are there for mentoring to listen to you, to, to hear your story and I'm and I can't wait to hear Michael. How I mean, just imagine yourself. How much further along you're going to be, you know, by that time. It's yeah, it's going to be amazing. And so, 
I mean, I, I again, the, the progress you've made, I mean, here you are, you've only been out since January, and here you are, you've got your show, and you are just, man, you're just off, to, you're killing it, Michael, you're killing it, and so uh, it's just, it's, I, I was really excited to share with everyone um, just about who you are and how, you know, how here you are, you're already off to to such an amazing start. And so, again, I just commend you for that. And, and again, I look forward to your continued progress and sharing that uh, with, with the guys on behind the walls. And, and you're going you're gonna to inspire them, and, and it's, it's going to be great. It's, I'm excited, Michael. I'm excited thank for you. you. Well, thank you so much, Jason. I am, I am excited about you being on our show. I'm definitely excited about with David Taylor being on the show. Uh, Look, and I, I'm going I, back uh, in with it, Mike. Huh? You hear me, Mike? I'm going back yeah, in no, with it. I already got, I already got approved. That's good news. I ain't told him yet. Oh, that is great. <laughs> you were telling me, you were telling me that you were going through it. You, you, you yeah. told me so, 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 so you're in. Yes, I got approved. And that's I through the prison fellowship. Person. Is that through the prison fellowship program? No, that's just as a volunteer period. I took the class. I got my. I had my 18 months out. They they processed me. My parole officer sent a letter to them, and they sent me my verification um, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Said I'm approved. Oh man, that is great. Excellent, man. Okay, I just need to know the process, Mr. David, so I can get on top of mine. Like just like just like Jason said, though, I got a little time to go. But you know what? Yeah. Uh uh uh. That don't mean we can't try to change the time limit. <laughs> you know what actually, I'm saying? Actually, you can go in with a prison ministry right now as a um, volunteer, but you only get four times. Yeah, yeah. See, see I was doing ministry. that before when I was uh, when I when I graduated from the prison entrepreneurship program. Uh, I, I I went back in four times a year. Uh, as a volunteer until I, uh, and I was also going through the prison fellowship program, but you know, uh, I, I, I wasn't ready, Jason or the David. So I, uh, I messed that up, went back to prison and, uh, here we are today. Here we are today. But I want to say, look, this is what I want to uh, talk to y'all about. Uh, we're going to take a break here in a few minutes, but I want you to, you know, uh, 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 okay. I was in prison and, uh, I was in some, uh, different situations. I am, I'm, I'm Hispanic, uh, uh, you know, so, uh, uh, I don't know church. When I went to church, sometimes there were things down there that I didn't really agree with. Uh, maybe maybe I was trying to make excuses. I don't know. I'm just sharing a little something with y'all right now. But uh, I was deterred from going down there because of, uh, I don't know, the message to me at the moment. And I'm not talking about the Alpha program. And I'm not talking about any program that my boy Jason got going on because I don't know right. any You're of them. church I'm, service, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm just talking about a yeah. church service. You yeah. know, a lot of stuff is going on. Uh, David, you know what time it is, especially if you're on a real unit. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, all kinds of stuff is going on. So 
I don't really want to be a part of it sometimes, so I don't go. Okay, so let's say I don't go because of these things. So I want to go in to the prison with a ministry that is unconventional. That 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 I don't know that 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 there that there are no prerequisites. You know, we just want to minister to you on a level uh, uh, that 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 you can hear us at. I don't know. Some people are excluded because it is just a cookie cutting. It's just like a it, it, it it's like a subdivision. All the houses look the same. Right. And I'm just saying, not everyone is being reached because of it. I don't know. Look, look and I'm not. I don't know. I'm not no genius. I, maybe I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying I would like to go in differently. Maybe. So I can, so look, a brother, any man or woman, you cannot speak truth into their life until they trust you. Right. Okay? So, 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 you know, uh, uh, some men are very, very untrusting in prison because of what they've been through, because of what they have done. I don't know, all kinds of reasons. So they have to be reached different ways. But anyway, uh, I just want to leave y'all that before the break. We're fixing to go into a break for a few minutes, and if y'all oh, can yeah. come back and maybe, and maybe, and that un- was, unless <laughs> that was a hot drop, uh, yeah, we coming back with something. <laughs> okay, but unless you got something to say right now, Le David, you can say Man. it, and Jason, you can too. We ain't got to go can. to no break. You know what I'm nah, saying? Go on, take the break. We ain't we got to go to break. no break. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we ain't gotta yeah, take no break. We can keep rolling. I, I'm, what you want to do, Jason? I'm no. Let's yeah, let's take a break. I'm I'll I'll be here. Let's okay. take a break. We'll okay, we're back. gonna take. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break, uh, and uh, we'll be back in a few minutes, and we'll go ahead and. Uh, I know it was a big drop. But you can just just get in wherever you fit in and let me know what you think about it. Look, I love y'all's opinion. That's why I have asked you on the show, David. I've asked, look, David, I have asked you on twice. It ain't because uh, uh, I know you. I've never met you, David. It's because I believe, I believe in, in, in what I hear coming out of your mouth. I believe. Uh, 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 you know, I've never met Jason, but I believed what what I heard. You know, so I mm, want to, yeah. so you know, I I want to work with y'all. I want to uh, 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 do these. You know, any any way that we can, even if it's just speaking on uh, 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 the greatest Christian radio station in the nation, the Psalmist <laughs> Voice, even if it's just that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 yeah. I want to do that with y'all. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, we're going to take a quick break. Christopher, my producer, uh, uh, if you'll just take us into a quick break, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Thank y'all. I love you. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration.
but he got me through it. His love, his grace and mercy. At one time the devil cursed me. I was drowning off in my mess. But the Lord, he came and saved me like a damsel in distress. Yeah, now we are living and now we are giving. Blessings are pie to the ceiling. Anointed my head with oil. Now look at my cup of the spilling. My sins, he picked up the feeling. He got all my enemies chilling. He made a way I won't forget the feeling. I'll do whatever, just ask me I'm willing. Willing, 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 willing. on home team this your boy Gino worldwide pastor Gino man of free wave radio generation now church in Murfreesboro hey you are now listening to the psalmist voice radio network walk with me family let's go you never heard Christian radio quite like this like this get your fix 24/7 on the psalmist voice radio network radio network you're, you're, you're listening, listening to Cell Life with Michael Savalos right now on TPV Radio. Hey, everyone. How y'all doing? This is Michael. I I just want... Uh, we're back from a short break. Uh, this is Cell Life. And uh, if it's your first time tuning in, I just wanted to kind of share the experience of of what we are doing. We have built a cell in the free world and, uh, and, uh, went and committed to it for one year. Uh, what, what the deal, uh, we were, I was released on January 17th of 2020 of this year, built a cell, went into it April 1st and began to film live Facebook, uh, shows every day, some twice a day. And we began to, uh, connect and network with different people, it became a uh, – uh, we began to connect with the right people, and we uh, were blessed to be on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network and uh, to share some of our experiences, our stories, and to educate society on the different issues that convicts face inside and outside the walls. Now, today we are talking about faith and incarceration – before we left on the break, of course, we got LaDavid Taylor, uh, who is with Alpha, uh, who is a great gentleman and a great friend of mine. And we've got Jason Wysong, also, who is in uh, several prison ministries. And, uh, uh, I mean, so many that I can't even, I can't remember which one he is uh, uh, working out of right now. But I promise you. I promise you he is doing a great job because I can see his resume. So anyway, I had asked some questions with David before we left. Uh, now, I know it was a lot of information, but uh, just any of your thoughts during the break, uh, would you share them with us and just kind of get us on a path of conversation that uh, we can build on, sir, please? I uh, 
Let Jason go first. <laughs> All right, Jason. Well, so David, uh, are, are, are you serious? Jason, you can go first if you'd like, sir. He's, he's serious. Um, well, uh, thank or you. Or I'll for, go. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I think if we just keep passing the ball, it'll one of us will take it. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, someone will catch it and run with it, huh? <laughs> so... Michael, are you going to lead us off here in the second? No, 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 no. Go, go ahead, Jason. Want me to go. <laughs> well, um, go so ahead, Jason. If I recall, uh, you were speaking about you wanted to be a part of a of a program um, that was maybe a little different than than sure. than what is offered um, uh, typically. With in, in terms of the typical uh, church that goes in and does a service, if uh, if I re- recall correctly, and you know I, I'll I'll be honest with you, um, and and of course the, with the audience, um, I am I am personally as as much as I love uh, prison ministry and so many programs, um, I am actually not the biggest um, fan um, of of the. Well, let me let me let me reword it. I it, it, I just don't I don't feel as called to participate in the in the church service in the unit. Um, my church actually does do that, um, but it's it's honestly it's not hands on not hands on enough for me um, to go in. Right, right. And we watch the the pastor gives a message, and I'm just kind of sitting in the audience with everyone else, and and it's just. Um, it's for me. It's not, it wasn't enough. I've, I've done it. It's, it's not enough. I want to be more hands-on. I want to be, you know, talking one-on-one with uh, with somebody, building that relationship, find, learning. Sure, connecting. Connecting. Sure. Connecting with these doing. men. Yes, yes, and so that is what obviously I do with mentoring, um, and that is what is also possible with wonderful uh, other ministries like Kairos and Jubilee um, Ministries as well as you go in. I, I think, Michael, you mentioned that you had actually never been on a Kairos. Is that correct? I have not. That is a shame. I have not. <laughs> that is a pity. You I have wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I know. I That's crazy, huh? She never got selected to do a Kairos weekend. Um but uh, Never. I, I guess should we, should Never. we share, share with the with the audience probably what what a Kairos weekend is. We probably should do. Um, so a Kairos weekend is essentially it's a three and a half day weekend inside of a unit, um, and so it begins on a Thursday afternoon. You go in. Um, it's a, so a Kairos uh, again. We back up just a little further. It is a retreat. Essentially, it's a spiritual, it's a Christian sure. retreat in prison. And so, um, Kairos Weekend consists of uh, 42 inmates and roughly about somewhere around 40 to 50 uh, volunteers that come in from the outside. And it begins on Thursday afternoon uh, for a few hours with introductions. And then um, that's about it. I think we will do a, a, a quick little, uh, we'll do a meal. Which is also the one of the cornerstones, one of the pillars of Kairos, 
Um, what David mentioned about uh, how food is a huge pillar of his program as well, and I'm, I know there's a good reason for that uh, because food speaks to people. <laughs> we love food, right? And so sure. the, 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 the hallmarks, the cornerstones of the Kairos program is the food. So we bring in um, several, several meals of delicious home-cooked food, everything, you know, I mean, I could go on from fried chicken, tacos, to uh, brisket, to all the delicious meals that those men don't typically, obviously, get uh, in the unit. And so uh, we'll bring, we'll begin the, the, the Thursday afternoon with a, with a light meal. We'll come back Friday morning. We'll start at about 6 a.m., and we go till about 6, 7, 8 p.m., and it begins with a civil again talk. Um, talks about the number one talk that they go after is called choices. So it begins with choices, and what are the choices that you've made to find yourself here incarcerated, and what are the choices you can start making today to turn your life around and and make a better better way for yourself. And so um, we go on with talks about forgiveness, talks about receiving God's grace, and talks about being part of the church and. And just these overall um, very, very inspirational uh, talks that are given followed up with discussion groups. Um, discussion groups, and then on, on the, the men, it's, it's really it's a miracle how uh, just the way that God works through this weekend and just allows the, the men there to really open up and share kind of how they're feeling and what they got out of that talk and how that, that really related to them. And then... <clears throat> And go on with there's a lot of various other things. There's, they do a, a poster contest where they, there's a lot of we all know there's a lot of very talented artists that are behind those walls as well. And so we uh, have a, a absolutely poster contest that allows them to express what they're getting, um, the talks and kind of the theme of things. They get to dis- to to display it through art, and so we, we allow that. Uh, for them, and then of course there's prayer and there's praise and worship and and there's again there's meals and and uh, uh, we even throw in uh, as a volunteer. So like myself as a volunteer, I write 42 letters, 42 letters to 42 men that I don't know a thing about. <laughs> so we write these letters and we put the names on the letters at the beginning of the weekend. And then we uh, finally distribute the, the letters to each one of them by the end of the weekend. So every participant walks away with a stack of letters. And I don't have to tell You're you, right. gentlemen, how that touches them to receive a sack of letters at the end of that weekend. Many of those guys have another Oh, I've seen. Oh, oh, I've, oh, Jason, I've been in the dorms where, where very good friends of mine have gone through Kairos and have come back just transformed and with these letters from children – from all kinds of, uh, of really, really cool stuff, really uh, thought out, uh, really loving. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, they come back transformed, brother. And so yeah. I've always wanted I've, – I've always been in trouble or something uh, has gone on when it was time for me to go to Kairos. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Well, again, you're just <laughs> going to have to come be part of the team. You're going to – Go with me for a Kairos week and be part of the team, Michael. Man, I would love to do that. You don't even know. I would love, absolutely. That would be a great joy for me. So let's 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 go ahead and plan that. I will come out of cell. 
uh, 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 without a problem. I will well, take a follow. Now you are. It's you're. You've been out for six months now, right? I I got out January the seventeenth of this year. So more so, than six uh, months. So one year, one year from today, you will be eligible yes, to go back in. So next summer, we're going to go back in, Michael, and with a, on a Kairos team. Um, start start writing your letters now. <laughs> I will. <laughs> your letters of encouragement to the men. And we're going to go in, sure. and we're going to have great food, and and we're going to one of the again we're talking about building relationships, building, getting look, to look. know the guys, building now, relationships with them. Now I've eaten I've eaten Cairo's food, you oh, know, okay. because yeah yeah because you know uh, 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 David, you know yeah. when the boys come back from Cairo's, the yeah. boys are loaded up, man. I was They're going ready. to ask you. Since you said you was on the dorm with them, how many uh, packs of forgiveness cookies have you had? That's right. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, you know, you're supposed <laughs> to give them. You're supposed to give them to someone that you don't necessarily like. That's you know what right. I'm That's what I'm asking. How many yeah. packs? Did you yeah, yeah, yeah. I done got a bunch from a bunch of homeboys. You know what I'm saying? But I have definitely eaten. I have definitely enjoyed some great Kairos food while I was incarcerated, but I've never been to one of their uh, uh, programs and I would definitely love. So I, okay, look, I am, uh, 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 I am, I am uh, receiving that. We will go a year from my, well, we will go on my 18 month anniversary and I'm down, uh, Jason. I want to go. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Um, again, uh, for those for the for the audience that um, doesn't know what we're talking about, forgiveness cookies, probably right. So yeah. another hallmark, another pillar of Kairos is cookies. Thousands and thousands of cookies are baked and brought into the unit That's for right. not only the particip- the 42 participants, but for the entire unit. So while the entire unit doesn't get all the delicious food, the entire unit gets cookies. And so, so um, I actually uh, <laughs> had the opportunity again which i was really excited about um i got to deliver personally deliver cookies to seg cool yes and so they they, the chaplain outfitted me with one of those vests and said you know you'll be fine but here's a vest just in case you know (laughs) yeah not everybody not everybody gets to go through seg baby yeah that's a a special (laughs) that's a special (laughs) deal right there Right, yeah. it is, and so there was just me and it another is. and another volunteer. It's me and another volunteer, and so I looked at him. And I said, "Yeah, we'll be fine. If you know, if we're really in that much danger, they wouldn't let us do it at all." So we walked in, and and um, and there was, a, of course, there was a, a CO there and another uh, inmate who had a huge box of cookies, and we delivered um, about seven, six, seven, eight um, uh, cookies to each guy. Uh, the the officer would open up the little slot. I would put the, the cookies through the slot, say, God bless you, enjoy the cookies, move on to the next one. <laughs> and yeah. I, now, and, and again, you know, for, for the audience, Seg is the jail in the jail, right? That is the yeah. worst of how, the worst, right? Is what's How were the men? Right? How were the men, Jason? How were the men when you were going through there? How were they responding to you? That was what I was just going to get to next. Um, they were great. They were great. Um, each, each and every one of them said thank you. Many of them said God bless you in return. Um, some of them uh, even 
part of Kairos. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, part of Kairos, you'll get a little book, you'll get a little prayer booklet when you do the weekend. Some of the 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 inmates who were in SAG had been through a Kairos weekend in the past and still had it on them, and they and they 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 showed right, it to right. me. To, to say, yeah, yeah right. I went to and, yeah. yeah, yeah. So again, not not one single hostility did I get um, running through halls of SAG. So praise God for that. Um, yeah, yeah it, was, it was an eye-opening experience, and and it was an eye-opening experience again for the civilian, right? Um, the conditions, uh, the conditions were I cannot imagine. Um, it was it was in April. It was the month of April, and I mean it's not even the peak of the summer yet. And it was so hot. Right. I could not imagine uh, uh, being in those circumstances. Um, yeah, that was that was an eye opener again for the outsider like me. <laughs> that was really that was really uh, something I won't I won't forget. And I'm glad I got the opportunity uh, to do. And uh, and I continue to pray for those for those men who are in those circumstances. But so. Sure, That's sure. We're, we are definitely, we are definitely going to be talking about some heat situations uh, in the future. So yeah, I definitely understand what you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, uh, man, that is very cool that you got to go through that, Jason. Uh, not everybody uh, gets to, uh, 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 you know, uh, touch those men that way. You know, first of all, there is no touch. So right. So when 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 men are, uh, uh, you know, I've I've been back there. Uh, I'm not sure if with David. I mean, he did a lot of time, so I'm I'm pretty sure he probably has. But I've been back there, and and just the just the just the the gentlest uh, gesture just means so much. So uh, you know, uh, that is very cool that you got to go through that experience. But uh, I want LaDavid, uh, LaDavid, can you just kind of uh, expound or uh, just kind of share uh, uh, what, what you got on these particular subjects with us now? Because uh, I love to hear sure. what you got to say, brother, because cause you've been down there with me, man. I want to hear what you got to say. Yes, sir. First of all, I went through Kairos as well, man. And I, when I can say I've watched, just like you were saying, man, I've watched Kairos change. Man, guys that really hated God and everybody else that God created, they hated them. Yeah. And they went yeah. through Kairos, man, and they just broke. They broke. Amen. So I really believe yeah. in Kairos. Amen. That's where Kairos has been uh, A1 for years, man. It has been A1 for years. It took my off me close to uh, the time I was coming home for I can finally catch a Kairos. Because I was was I was like you, Mike. I wanted to go, but they didn't have it on the unit everywhere I went. So right, right. it was uh it took it took when I uh, went to the caravans unit. That's where I graduated from and paroled out of. And uh, that's oh, where I was okay, able to go to okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, that's where I was Shout able to go out to, to the caravans unit. Shout yes, out sir. to the yes, caravans unit, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Those are my boys. And um, but so you put two things out there, man. You talked about, you know, the church is coming in. It's pretty much a cookie-cutter uh, service. And a lot of times, because I dealt a lot with the administration uh, in TDC from different uh, standpoints, and sure. being uh, a chaplain, uh, I wasn't a chaplain's clerk, but I was a chaplain's go-to man. 
I pretty much handle sure. the pro- Protestant services, stuff like that. So when you've seen those cutting, uh, cookie cutter services, usually that was the warden didn't want anybody that was going to really come in and connect with the guys and get them excited. They didn't want that. They wanted somebody to just come in, talk to them, and just leave. You know, they right. felt like if you got if they were too excited and the guys was up dancing and and clapping and singing, they felt like it was too much. They didn't want they didn't want to be on alert like that. And sometimes, you know, you had chaplains that really wasn't digging that kind of service. So the only people right. they accepted were the ones that those like that. So you got your unit. Yeah, basically, you you're gonna have at your unit the type of part that your that your warden and your chaplain is. And, and yes, sometimes that's very discouraging because it's like it, it feels like you can't. If you're new to the faith, or even want to get you know uh, learn something about God, you want it to be in a way that you can relate it, can receive it. So I believe right. variety, variety is is a is a must. I think it's a must, but that's something that just to be, to be discussed. It's at the ward's discretion, at chaplain discretion, who they bring in. So, it's as long as they bring somebody in, they meet their quota. But yeah, I agree with you on that. It needs to be a balance so everybody you have something for everybody because one person yeah, yeah. is not speaking I, for everybody. Sure, huh? sure. I want to bring in. I want to. I want to go in with with maybe music, music therapy. I want to go in with uh, uh, virtual reality therapy for the, some of these men. Uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of PS, P, PTSD. There's a lot of things going on that we are right. not addressing with these men right. before they are released. We are just releasing right. these men uh, in a state that, right. that, especially right now, I mean, I don't know. I mean, thank God I got released right before, right before all this went down. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I, 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 I just think there's so much more we could do to prepare these men for release. We know, look, 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 gentlemen, we know they're fixing to be released. This is right. not a secret. This is not right. some secret. We already know it. So yeah. why, why are we not doing every possible thing we can to prepare these men for this free world? I just don't understand it. You know? Well, uh, uh, yeah. uh, Even if we waited for their last six months, even if we waited for that, we could do a lot, a lot in six months, man. What is it, yeah. 95% of, of the individuals incarcerated today will go home one day. Will That's go right. Home. Yeah. Yeah, we might yeah. as well prepare them. Yeah, you got to. And I can speak on as uh, talking about the PTSD. I was the chairman over the veterans group for two and a half years uh, before I um, – end up making parole and what i did to help the guys that was in the group deal with ptsd i brought in people for them to talk to for them to communicate with to uh we couldn't get deep where we had classes we were working on that we were working on that because now 
we did establish where every unit, as long as they got a volunteer sponsor, outside sponsor, uh, to come in, and that, that doesn't mean they need have to have money. They just have to – a sponsor is just a volunteer. They can come in um, – they can start a veterans group. They have to have at least 12 people, and they can start a veterans group, and they can bring people in. The charter has been set up for that, and our, our club is the one that, that made that happen. So you can take people in. If you got programs, talk with the chaplain. Try to get them in for the veterans group if that unit has a veterans group. And you can bring people in and have classes where they can deal with these veterans that are dealing with PTSD. Because I can I can tell you a lot of these guys that are not on units that don't have veterans group, that are, uh, you see them fighting or you see them acting out, and they really think they're bad people. These are uh, uh, veterans that are dealing with PTSD. But they're, they're, they're put in a system where it's not acknowledged or even looked at. So, yes, something needs to be done for that. Something can be done, and something needs to be done. But that's that's just another movement. The door is already open. You just have to have people that are, to approach it. You have to have people to approach yeah. it and approach it the right way. Because the thing with TDC, if you don't approach it the right way, there's paperwork, there's documentation. Approach it the right way, and you won't be denied. But if you leave anything open or any crack, they're going to shut the door. They're, they're, yeah. just, they're just going to do that. But there's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. And, and fighting is not the way. None of that is. But finesse is everything. And, and following the finesse. proper protocol. Finesse. finesse. That's right. And, that's right. So so it can that's happen. Right. And I wanted to, if I can push forward, you talked about um, the desire for going into services. It was out, you know, you didn't want to go because they were doing other things there and stuff like that. Man, I ran into that so many times in prison, and I found out that you still have to have the same mentality. You have to have the same mentality on the outside because you're not going to find a, a perfect church home. But, see, I'm going to tell you how God dealt with me because I was I was like that. I was a Christian, and I lived different than uh, everybody else. I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't out there. You know what I mean? And most, most of the cats, they were just out there. So I called myself, right. my self-righteous self. I was like, I took on your mentality, uh, uh, Mike. Look, I'm not going to go in here. These dudes doing this, these dudes doing that. You know, I'm trying to hear the word and this and that is going on. That's the first thing that I, I said. But, you know, I got a check. I got a check from God. God said, if I create a change in the church, you trying to come after I create the change and bask in the glory of what I've done? Or are you going to put yourself in a position so you can be a part of that change that I'm trying to bring into the church? And so that was my wake up. So I began to talk to the other men that were in church and said, look, y'all need to, you need to become a part of what this is. And if you don't think, that hurt people, sick people, people with ill intentions, not going to come to the church, then you have the wrong misconception of what God uh, says in the Bible. Anywhere you go to church, everything that's in that community is going to be in the church. Why are they there? They're, they're there because they need help. They're there because they're not perfect. If they were perfect, they wouldn't need the church building. And if it was a perfect place, it became imperfect when we showed up. You feel what I'm saying? So we have to have a, we have to have a mindset to be game changers when we walk into the church because that's how God created us. But if you never grab hold to who God created you to be, you're going to constantly make excuses for not being the man up front. 
And that's what I talk to men about. When I go in, uh, uh, I've already been into prisons as a volunteer already. And when I go in, that's what I talk to them about. No more excuses. No more excuses. And I'm going to tell you, I was on a cell unit. And when, I, when, when God woke me up to that, I stepped into that. I began to talk to the men that were in church that was there. They just needed somebody that wasn't afraid to stand. They began to stand up because everybody are not gorillas. You understand what that's I'm saying? Right. That's right. I'm not being too blunt. Everybody are not gorillas no. when it comes to the faith. I'm not there to whoop nobody, but I'm not there to stand down. You know, I'm going to give you what you're asking for as far as a righteous response. I'm going I'm to I'm give, give you a righteous response. I'm going to put some knowledge on your head. Why are you doing what you're doing? No, you can't do that. I'm not going to allow you to do that in here. Enjoy the service, man. If you, I mean, you can go. You don't have to be here. You know, and just give them that. You cool. Yeah, we good. We good. I love you, man, but you can't do that. And they start respecting that because they seen that you respected the house. And so men start walking in that. And when I tell you the game bangers, all of them start coming to church, man, so they can hear a word, man, and feeling better about church. But they also came in to take part in saying, hey, we're not going to allow no foolishness in the church. That's it. They did that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you got to have a mindset, Mike. And I tell those guys, you got to have a mindset to be a game changer. You got to have a mindset. I'm going in here to get because what? if this church what? is broken, then, and you believe that you're somebody that's positive, you believe that you're you're a, 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 a um, what I say a changing force. If you believe that's who you are, then walk in that. Don't make no excuse. Right. That pastor needs you. That pastor needs you. The men's group needs you. You know what I'm saying? The, the little children need you. They need you in that church. So why deny them because you're caught up in your feelings? And that's just what I that's what I try to educate the men on. I try to educate them on that. So when I go into prison, don't be afraid to go. And sometimes you have to learn. You may be used to uh, T.D. Jakes preaching, and that's how you hear things. But sometimes you're going to have to learn how to sit down and listen to uh, uh, Joel Osteen, somebody that's not yelling out the point, or somebody just right. basically speaking on faith, because you can hear from anybody. You don't want to become prejudiced in your mind to where you can only hear from a certain type of person. And that's another thing. I'm going to go back to uh, Jason being a mentor. Some people think a mentor has to look like them. And that's not the case. Right. Jason no. never been to prison. And a guy, Jason, to come in here and be like, you know, hey, what's up, what's up? Man, how can you relate to me? Jason has a lot look, to look, relate look. to give to them. Huh? Yeah, I want Jason I want Jason to mentor me. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I want him. I want him to mentor me. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. He can do that. He's he gonna be straight to the point. Jason ain't Jason, man. Knowing Jason, the time that I have, he uh, Jason is straight to the point. He ain't finna cut no corners. Yeah, he ain't finna give you nothing sweet. Yeah, I he ain't can't. You I sweet. can't take it no other way. <laughs> if, if, if it's given to me any other way, I'm gonna I'm gonna find my way around it. I gotta have it yeah. straight. Thank yeah. you, thank you very much, gentlemen. <laughs> you know, um, you know. Let me uh, let me back up to a little bit more of uh, of my story and how I how I got into this uh, ministry at all, right? Other than the fact that I I like Shawshank Redemption. Um, so I was in, so with that back, with, with that with that background of having that interest in in uh, prison movies and learning about the life. What that actually what I didn't realize is that was the Lord planting the seeds. In my heart, um, all the way back, of that that was the direction that I was going to be involved in that, and so finally it, it came 
to uh, one day I was in church, and keep in mind I'm no angel. I, have, I haven't always attended church my whole life, but uh, but I was um, in a position in my life where I was trying to get back involved in in church and serve the Lord. And uh, I, I met a guy who uh, said, "Hey, um, I serve in prison ministry, and I do this program called mentoring. Um, would you be interested?" And at first, my first thought was. Well, well, well I, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I love watching the movies, but, I, you know, I don't know if I want to go in. I, you know, I was never any of my attention. And he said, no, no, it's, it's really, it's not like that at all. Um, why don't you come and uh, give it a try? So he came and picked me up on Saturday morning and drove me into the unit. And I remember being nervous <laughs> my first time in the unit. And I said to him, I said, what am I going to say? What, what am I going to say to to these guys, you know? Um, and he said, well, um, you um, have a job. You um, have managed to be successful in this life and, and not land yourself in prison. Um, just tell them about how you've done it. <laughs> and so, um, so that was the form. Of, yeah, so that was my basis of, of how hey, I speak. Hey, yeah. wait, wait a minute, Jason. Um, Mike, some of, some of our listeners are saying that they can hardly hear us. Is there any way we can uh, turn up a little bit? I had heard the same low. thing. I had heard the same thing, but, I mean, I hear you all fine. I mean, I don't know. I had uh, uh, Levina tell me. Yeah, we just, I'm yeah just check it out for us, Chris. There was something. Go ahead. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. Go ahead, Jason. No, Go ahead, Jason. That's okay. that's okay. We got they all. They got. They have to be able to hear us, right? Um that's what we're absolutely we're, uh, absolutely. I mean, if they can't hear us, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, it's just gonna be us three. Right? They say we're three or more are, 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 are gathered. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, I, I hope I'm I'm trying to project my outside voice uh, right now, and I've got my my phone up as high as it'll go. So I'm doing my part. Um, Me too. But Me you're too. doing great, bro. <laughs> but. But no, um, yeah, so while I haven't been um, in the same uh, shoes as, as both of you gentlemen, um, that, was, that was what was, the advice was given to me, that I should speak from the angle of I've managed to live this life and, and uh, managed to stay out, um, and, uh, and I can, I can yeah. tell you how to hopefully um, stay out <laughs> is, is, sure, is the, uh, sure. the angle that I come from. Yeah, well, that's a that's a great angle. I mean, we need that angle because that's the angle I want to hear from. You know what I'm saying? I want to also yeah. hear from uh, uh, the David's angle because he's been there, and 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 I have uh, I have much respect for him. Uh, uh, whether he knows it or not, I I watch every, I, I I I watched him play kickball with his kids. I don't know, uh, just all kinds of really cool stuff. And uh, uh, I am a, uh, 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 you know, I want to learn from, look, I just got out, y'all. You know, this is not, uh, look, I'm in a cell, for God's sake. You know, thank you, Jesus, really. But I do, I, I, I refuse to fail again. And Amen. and I mean fail, not not fail in anything, but I refuse to go back to prison, and I and, and so I've 
I've taken drastic measures, and I've met some great, great men and women. And I'm going to tell you something about the women, uh, uh, gentlemen. I've met some amazing, amazing women that are connected to incarceration in so many different ways that I have, uh, uh, you know, my mind has just been expanded by 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 you guys and by the different people that I'm communicating with. So I just really, really, really appreciate y'all being on the show and sharing y'all's perspective and sharing what y'all are doing. I I, I commend y'all. And uh, look, we're going to see, I'm not sure, Christopher, do we have anyone that has any questions or anything on the line for any of the gentlemen that are on? Yeah, let us know. I for sure, I for sure yeah. want to. Uh, yeah. We huh? have you say yeah. On, yeah, we have two callers on the on the line right now, gentlemen. Uh, I will All read right. the last of the number for security purpose. So first caller up, eight three. Let's see what's up, David. I got you. Eight three eight three. You're on the radio. Hello. Hello, caller. Do we have someone on the line? Yeah, we got a lot. So I'll put them back on mute. Yeah, I'll put them back on. I'll put them on mute. I think they're just listening in. Um, So we'll go to the next one. Nine five. Go ahead, Mike. Good. No, 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 no. Go ahead, Christopher. Okay. 9514. 9514. You are on the air with Bell Life with Michael Savalos, Jason Wausong, and LaDavis Taylor. God bless you. Hello, caller. How are you doing? Can you hear me? Yes, yes I can hear okay. you. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm just, um, I'm just so excited. I've been on since you guys first started, but um, both of the um, men that are on here have like so inspired me. Um, I'm an advocate wow. for about That's 15 great. prisoners, and I do all kinds of things for them. Like I help them with their time. I help them get a hold of their family. I help them um, reach out, and um, there's things that they can't do. They can't get their old bank account. They can't. Do, so it's a lot of that. But for me, you Man. know. They write me, and, and, you know, and they're all about their faith. And every time they write me, they're like, you know, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your family. You know, I'm, I mean, they're sincere. And, you know, there's not yeah. one that um, – I actually had one that was like, okay, hey, sweetheart, hey, honey. And I was like, okay, let's back up. <laughs> but mostly it's yeah. about their faith. They, do you guys encounter yeah. that a lot when you go into the prison, that they really are yeah. genuine? Yeah. Yeah, man, that's a, you say so you handling 15, now that is a soldier. If you can deal with 15 inmates, you are a soldier, and you deserve all and the time. Hey, big time, big time. And I write them, I, I try to write them at least once a week. I don't always get to all of them, but they're like, they understand. They're like, listen, I was, I'm working this, this week, and I, you know, I had to go overtime. I'm, I'm out of town for a tr- um, training. And they are just like the kindest. And then they just write to make sure that I'm okay. But but we're talking about faith today. 
And so for me, it's yeah. like you can tell that they are genuine and um, and they're so respectful. And um, and of course, you know, I had a brother in prison, and he was in prison for a long time, and um, and he came in and out, and you know, he always found faith in in prison. But then, you know, gradually, every time he came in and out, he began to like believe in it, and um, it was so refreshing to see. So I, you know, for me, yeah. it's like you do find those genuine men, right? But that they really are genuine. And, you know, and that they've got nothing else. I've got lifers that are like, you know, we're all about, I'm all about the Lord. And, you know, because that's all I got. And, um, yeah. and I believe them. And I believe them to be genuine. And, I, and I'm telling you guys, I've been with them for years. We're talking some of them for five years. And, um, and then, you know, I, you just have a relationship. And, you know, they, their daughters are having babies. And, you know, you know them by name. And. And um, yeah. I just wanted to know, you guys do find them in there that really have a strong faith. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, is, that is very, very, very beautiful. Thank you so much for uh, uh, sharing that with us, uh, caller. Uh, can David, bring, uh, can uh, Jason, anyone. I want to just bring out a point in one thing she said, and I want any volunteers sure. looking to go into prison. She did something that, some, they find it hard to do, or they just overlook things. You can't do that. When she said, when they go to, hey, baby, you know, hey, she immediately she let them know. Because that's what they're looking for, to see how far you'll let them go. And see, and and that's just, you got men that in prison, they by themselves. So it's normal. It's not yeah. a bad thing that they, they seek that or they'll try that because they're looking for companionship. They're looking for that. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you got to check it and let them know, hey, that's not what I'm here for. And they that's nine right. times out of ten, they don't right. respect that. Absolutely, absolutely. Jason, you want to add anything to that, Jason? Uh, I believe her question was uh, the level of faith that we find um, among the the men. Um, yes, I I definitely uh, find um, a, a, a certainly. A lot of the guys that I work with do have a strong faith. You know, um, incidentally, uh, the mentor program, the CRJMA that I serve with, is while it's overseen by a Christian organization, um, we actually don't uh, discriminate against any faith. So a Muslim man, a Buddhist man, whatever, what have, whatever have you, um, is, is plenty allowed to participate and receive a mentor um, upon when they're getting close to being released. Um, however, um, I also really haven't met too many of, uh, of men that are of any other faith other than the Christian faith. Now, whether it's just because it's word is around the unit that, hey, that mentor program is a Christian one, and so if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, right, you right. probably shouldn't sign up for it. Um, I don't know. Um, I'd because that very kind of, well, that very well, well could be the case, Jason. That might might be because I just haven't I haven't met anyone from any other uh, faith. Now we go back to Kairos, and also I want to mention, by the way, um, the Jubilee Ministry because that's also they do the same thing with the weekend uh, program. But um, nonetheless, uh, now with those weekends, yes, I have met um, some men who are literally it's it's the joke is that they're for the food. And I'm sure both of you know that that's the that's yeah. the thing. Sure. With yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> about the food. And so they um 
with, with that, they are very respectful. Um, they sit and they listen, you know, and, and, you know, just get, get, get to the weekend because the food is great. And yeah. So, um, but, but yeah. Um, and they eat, the they food, eat a lot. They, they do. I, I think the record is uh, <laughs> you know, five, five cheeseburgers in one city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Am I still on the line? I have one more question. Yes. yes. You are still okay. on the line. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I just. Okay. Well, so what I didn't mention is that you know I'm you know part Native American, so um, huh. I have read books of some you know prisoners that are you know back in the day when stuff were happening into the reservation, all that. So do they allow them to practice? You know, do they allow them to go into the sweatshops? Is anything like that allowed in prison? Besides, I know the Muslims are allowed certain things. They don't have to eat certain foods. But what about other cultures and other religions? And cause, because they're spiritual in a different way. Okay. Sure. They're not so much Sure, okay. sure. And anyone, spiritual. anyone, Jason, so Jason, sure. Yes, Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, Jason or David or, or myself, any one of y'all can answer that or I can address it, whatever, however y'all want to do it. Go ahead. Okay, are you um, are you asking are um, different religions going in, or can they practice on the inside, the inmates themselves? Can they practice on the inside? There are already different okay. religions going in. We're not all the same color. Yeah. Right. So we have okay. different religions. Right. Yes. What TDC has in place right now, it started out as a faith-based dorm, and Mike, if I don't know if you remember, Back in the day, it was all Christian. Either you was a Christian yes. or you wasn't. You know, you couldn't go right. to Facebook based on. But now it's not like that. TDC has a policy where if you have 12 or more people, at least 12, you can submit an uh, uh, application and you will not be denied to practice your religion, whatever it is. If it's Satanism, they got that in, in prison now. Whatever it is, yeah. you can have your own service and they make room for that service. So, yeah, and if they, if they have certain foods that they eat, like the Jewish, they have um, they do um, either Jewish volunteers will bring them the food, certain types of food. TDC will allow that. And on some units, they sell, I think before I left, they were selling culture food. So at a certain period sure, of time, yes, a certain yes. piece, yeah, you can buy it. You can buy it. You can buy it. So, yeah, they do cater to other religions, but they have to have at least 12 people from that religion to fill out the, uh, submit the uh, form, and they allow them to practice. They do okay. have that. Are the prisoners, are they aware of that? Is that like, co- you know, common That's knowledge? That's a sad thing. Many of them not, because the officials will tell them, no, you can't practice that. Even the chaplain sometimes, because they don't want to get into the paperwork of making it happen. You know, but yeah, they can do it, and they can do it without a volunteer. If they have a volunteer, they can have two hours, but if they don't have a volunteer, it's TDC policy. They can have one hour, one hour of their service. Yeah, yeah. They've got to have see, one see, hour see. during the week of their service. Yeah, see, that's the deal, that TDC policy or, or unit policy, and they start getting into these different different categories of of what you can do and what you can't do uh that that are so vague and i don't know it's just like it goes through layers that aren't even there i mean 
Can we or can't we? I mean, it's real simple. You can, but they, but when they deny, and I'm just telling, speaking from experience, when they deny you, they deny you on their own, hoping that you don't do anything about it. Absolutely, that's right. Yeah, they don't. That's right, but but it is allowed. Yeah. So if they say you can't, that's them. That's not because if you file the paperwork and if you talk to the head of chaplaincy, they won't be denied. And just like you, what you do for those inmates, they need that. I wish that there were so many more people just like you that would do things. Like if they file a grievance and continue to file, go through the grievance process, and, and you standing on their behalf, you're calling the chaplain, you're calling a step one grievance uh, ombudsman, they got to look at that. And they're not, they're not about to fall for nobody. So that, that puts everything, okay, give them what they're asking for. Because if they file a lawsuit and that religion, Texas, that's the best thing about Texas. Texas don't play when it comes to religion. Other that's right. Texas that's right. To religion and practicing. So, yes, you can have it. There is no such thing as you can't have it. You only have to meet the minimum requirements for the people. That's it. And y'all not hurting nobody. Thank you guys but, so much. Yes, I really do appreciate it. I do have to tell you that yes, uh, I've called many a warden. <laughs> on the phone really? where some of my sick prisoners have not gotten any attention. And these are my friends. At this point, we have a brother-sister relationship. This is not, you know, and look, I nip it real quick. I've only had a couple of them, and they respect it immediately, just so you know. And they are looking for oh, affection yeah. and attention, you know, but I give that to them in a different way. You know, I'm right. here to help you. Let me help you. And, um, and let me see what I can do because I can't always help you. But I do, um, I do call their families, and I do call the warden. And I call the girls out that answer the phone, and, and when they don't get to go to commissary, and I'm like, what's your name? Immediately I want to know what the girl's name is, or the boy, or whoever, because yeah. they can be so rude. Like, they don't – I'm not in prison. Don't treat me like I'm an inmate. You know, <laughs> um, that's not who I am. <laughs> but they're so quick to judge. And as long as you tell them right away, this is what I do, I'm the advocate, and uh, I know the warden, please transfer me. But anyway, they get on it right away. But you guys, what a great show. And thank you for answering thank my you. questions. Thank yeah, I just wanted you to know, say thank you so lot. much. I wanna, thank I you so much for calling in. Uh, uh, we have, uh, that was a great, great uh, uh, response uh, we need to hear things like this, y'all. We need to talk about these types of things so that we can get better at uh, helping these men while they're inside so that we can help their families uh, deal with their problems better on the outside. But uh, we do have two more callers. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take one now. Christopher, if you want to punch one in. Uh, we still have David Taylor and Jason Wysong on the line. Uh, go ahead, Christopher. All right, caller. 8188. 8188. We're alive. Michael Zavalos and Jason Winsong and with David Taylor. God bless you. Can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me? Hello, Mike. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mike. We can hear you. Yeah. Mike, can you hear me, brother? Yes, yeah. sir. We can hear you. How you doing? Okay. And it's your brother Jarbo, man. Hey, what's going on, Michael? Hi. Hey, bud. Hey. It's good to hear all the all the your guests. Uh, I, I think what um, 
I know we spoke a little bit last Sunday, but I, uh, one thing I wanted to get across as well is, and this seems like there's so much red tape for an individual like myself that wants to get in and try to help. I've got to go through, you know, Second Baptist, uh, get one of their guys for ministry, and then maybe even myself have to apply to become ministry to help. And it's not so much even to help. It's like you're, you and I have spoken since day one, you know, 88 days ago. Um, these gentlemen that are inside, and whether it's a petty or whether it's a, it's a major, major felony that's locked up behind the walls, they just want somebody to talk to. And that's, that, it, it shouldn't be this hard for us to go either sit on, on the side of the plexiglass and even though it's no physical contact, but, hey, man, how's your day going? How's your week going? Is there anything I can do to help? Can I, can I reach out to your mom? Can I reach out to your sister, your, your, your wife, your kid, anything, just to help you out? Because you're going you're, to do everything behind the bar, behind the wall. So it just seems like there's yeah. so much red tape, and there shouldn't be so much red tape. Because look, there, there look, are look, Michael, Mike, Mike, I just want to say Michael is a very good friend of mine, one of my oldest friends that I went to uh, elementary school and, and throughout all the way through high school with. And uh, we have reconnected, and he has been a big, big supporter of what I'm doing. And I just want to thank Michael for calling in today. But, but what I want to say is that, uh, uh, well, I lost my train of thought. But, <laughs> yes, I did. I'm not going to lie to you. I had a great, great point, And, of course, it, is, it, it escaped me. But, uh, 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 you know how that goes, you know, our yeah. best stuff just, just, just leaves us. Uh, Michael, I'll, uh, I will, I'll jump in. I'll jump go, in. Um, go ahead, talking Jason. about bureaucracy. So I, I wanted to, by the way, reply a comment on what the last caller said about calling in as a family member to check in on your, your loved one. Um, and that, that the, the rudeness is there. Now, the difference as a volunteer, uh, I've, that's the only out from, from getting, from getting the, the, that bad response, is when I call a unit, I'll say, hi, I'm a volunteer, at which time their tone changes. <laughs> and they say, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll be nice to you. It's, yeah. it's, I thought I would share that. It's a funny thing. Um, yes, yes, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but second of all, on to uh, uh, the caller's uh, point about bureaucracy. CDCJ is an absolute bureaucracy. Um, it's such a bureaucracy. That here's, here's a prime example. So <clears throat> I have been a volunteer at CDCJ for uh, several years. Um, each, each time I come into the unit to serve, and whether it's Kairos or mentoring or whatever, I need to be on a, on a volunteer list when I go through the gates. So they check me off and know that I'm approved to come in. Now, right, right. That's that is also dependent. Of, so, which that what that means is that every day they have a different list of volunteers they're supposed to come in or whoever's supposed to be there. If something happens, someone's sick, someone's on vacation, and the right list doesn't get transferred to the right person on the right day, guess what? Yeah, it's over. I'm not on the list. I'm not on the list. So therefore, although yeah. I've been volunteering for years, I am denied entry into the unit. 
Which because is I'm completely not right ridiculous. Way. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and and no one and and no yes. And no one will ever say, Oh, well let me double check. Let me let me make sure and see no. No. I'm yeah, sorry. I uh, saw you. Jesus. I've seen you for the last ten weeks. I right. know you come in every right. week. Oh, oh you've right. got to be here. Right, right. But nope, I'm sorry, sir. You're not on a list right now, so I'm sorry you can't come in today. And that happens to, to not only does it happen to, to – it happens to everybody from time to time. And I can tell you one thing is, you know, you've got to imagine that this discourages many volunteers. Right? They made the drive sure. to Huntsville or whatever. They made the hour drive to go and serve, and they're told that they are not on the gate list. And so they cannot come on, and they have to drive all the way back home. And obviously, you know, if, if, you have a, if you're a faint of heart, you're going to say, you know what? Forget it. I'm just not going to serve in this ministry anymore. Right? It's just not what we need. So it's terrible. It's terrible. It's, just, it's a sad thing. But that's just what we deal with. And it is. Well, we need we need to maybe maybe start there somewhere. Uh, Michael, uh, uh, my my boy Mark Jarbo's on the line, but I'm saying maybe maybe we need to come up with liaisons for each unit that all these different functions that is a neutral liaison between the families, between the faiths, and the unit. Someone that is not attached to TDCJ or the or, 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 or the parole division. Someone who is non-biased. And maybe it'll be a watchdog. I don't know. I'm just saying. But, uh, uh, Michael, uh, uh, thank you for calling in. We do have one more caller on the line, Mike. We're going to go ahead and see what they got to say. I love you, my brother. You are you are my you are my brother from another mother. Uh, you exactly. know that. Thank you. Uh, uh, I love you, uh, and 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 I really appreciate you calling in. Let me check in on this other caller, Mike. I'll talk to you in a little bit. You got it, buddy. Thanks, man. All right, Christopher. You want to see if we have the other caller coming on? Yes, sir. Last caller for the evening: eighty-five, ninety-nine, eighty-five, ninety-nine. You are on the air with Cell Life, Michael Smiles. With Jason Weitzel and LaDavid Taylor. God bless you. Hello. Hello. Um, are y'all able to hear me? Yes, yes we can hear you. Okay. How you doing? All right. I was. I, I don't. I'm good. I didn't even. I don't know this number, so I don't know <laughs> what number he was saying. I'm like, maybe that's mine. I'm using my work phone. That's why. But okay. Um, that's okay. Yeah, so this is Lavina, and I just had a comment and something that... Um, hey, Lavina, that, what's up, Lavina? Hey, Lavina. Hey, hey, hey everybody. Hey, you yeah, got to hey. give a shout-out for Freedom Weekend. I'm sorry, I did yes. not mention that's another program that goes in that is transforming the lives of men. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. Lavina, Lavina, do what you do. Talk about it. Do whatever you want to yes. do, Mommy, you know... You know, I'm 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 down with Lavina. Yeah. So thank you so much. I appreciate y'all too for taking the time out of y'all day and just really bringing to light. Like so many people are unaware of things that go on about prison, the need and everything, and 
So I'm appreciative of that. But prison is just um, always has, always will be a dear to my heart, um, those incarcerated, because I just I won't forget my time. You know, I did six years. But yeah. Um, yeah. so, yeah, Freedom Weekend is great. I'm normally the one that uh, uh, orchestrates that and helps pull that yeah. together. Um, and, and making sure that runs smoothly, but it's a two-day, um, I don't know if you'd want to call it an event. Um, I guess um, one thing I just want to say, because I know earlier someone mentioned something about, like, different religions and and things like that at TDC, and maybe sometimes people don't feel welcome. Freedom Weekend, um, and I know sometimes people might, and we don't normally even have food. We might have some cookies if that. But Freedom Weekend yeah. is not just a, a Christian thing. People who are Muslim, people who are Satanists have come to that. And whether you come in to eat or just to get out the dorm, um, we always welcome it. And I can't tell you how sometimes the person may have one intent, but yeah. the way God set things up, it was really just a setup. Yeah. And, and they come out of there with their lives changed, though. I've seen Satanists That's right. like say. What and raise their hand up. I've seen a Satanist worshiping, <laughs> worshiping God harder than some other yeah. people. I have seen <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like turn their life, say, Here's my Quran, go and, and hand their Quran to my pastor and say, uh, Apostle Gentry, here's my Quran. I, you know, I've seen it all. So, um, and I'm so glad that it's set up like that, that no certain group is ostracized, you know, that they don't feel yeah. welcome there. Um, because that's not what Absolutely. it's about. But, um, so I'm really honored to be a part of that. Um, I wanted to just really briefly speak on the fact that, and I don't know how what how it would go about happening, but um, mental health. So many people get out of prison and struggle oh. because of post post incarceration <laughs> syndrome. Um, a lot of people just may not know what it is or whatever, but right. Gosh, you know, it's such a huge need for funding for mental health, and that could start inside a prison. So many of the programs that they have are not evidence-based, but I believe that one way around that would be to bring in some therapeutic things that could really help uh, get to the root of recidivism. And I mean, so much can be done within the system to prepare someone to get out, and, and that could set them up for success rather than um, than the, some of the programs that are in place right now, like changes and voyagers and all. That's good. Uh, that's good, but it really, that doesn't get no, to why I'm coming back and forth to prison. Yeah. That doesn't get to why this is my second, third, or fourth time in prison. That doesn't get to that. But that's right. some hey, hey. Yeah. Hey, Lavina, I just want to speak on, I want to speak on changes. Now, voyagers, I love voyagers, but I want to speak a little bit on changes. I mean, okay. it is. It, 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 I, I, I've been through it a few times, and it is just. Uh, uh, it's the same information over and over and over again, and it's really redundant. And it's, it's to me. I don't. I, I, I mean, I know that we have some. Some men have to go through it, you know, and 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 that's fine. But uh uh. uh I think they need to get get just just do some because they're already all they're doing is just regurgitating information that these men already know, but they're putting it in a class setting, and, and 
I don't know. It's just uh, uh, it's real, real basic information. I don't know, uh, Le David, if you went through changes. Uh, but I've been through changes. <laughs> I've taught changes. I've did that. I, I agree <laughs> with the concept, but it's the delivery. The problem with you sure. that you have is you uh, they bring people into a classroom and they just teach them what's on the paper. There's no practical yeah, yeah. Uh, life examples. That there's no life in it. It's just come. They said read this and write right. it on your paper saying that you understand what I said. Now, because so people are back. using the cognitive, yeah, people are using that same format yeah. and getting getting big results because they're sure. they're implementing uh, some practical um, things with it. But yeah, so, so I mean. Back. So we're back to where we started, really, about talking about practical uses of, of, of these types yeah. of things. You know, yeah. uh, uh, look, look, we have six minutes, y'all. We have six minutes. Lavina, I really appreciate Thank you calling so in. I appreciate I do. Thanks so much. Hey, look, look, we love what you're doing. I do. I'm on point. I, I check out all your stuff. Thank you so much for supporting Cell Life. Uh, we thank you for calling in. Uh, uh, I would love to have you on the show sometime. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to need to research you first because I know you've been doing a lot of great things. I need to check everything out. But uh, I appreciate yeah, you calling yeah, in. She's involved. Oh, yeah. That's she's involved. all over, she's yeah. all over it. She's all over she it. Yeah. Great David. Yeah. Le David, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. You don't even know. I know last man, time anytime. I didn't get right. Last time I didn't get right back to you. I'm a novice, you know. I'm a novice, Dave, uh, David, <laughs> on this stuff. So, so, so I'm really just learning on how to network, on how to communicate, on how to even use this phone that I'm speaking on right now. You know what I'm saying? So, so, yeah. so, so, just know that I appreciate you so much, man. I love you, man. Yeah. I can't tell you love that. You too, bro. Uh, I, I, I enjoy your input, uh, your, 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 your insight. Uh, just the way that you uh, minister, it ministers to me, and I really want to thank you for that, man. Thank you, David, for uh, being on the show. It's an honor David to be Taylor, here, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. All right, you. David Taylor, man, with Alpha Man. Okay, go ahead, David. You got <laughs> something to say, baby? No, nah, no. Nah, I was just saying I, it's an honor, man, anytime, you know, uh, to to be able to just, just share because this is my passion. Um uh, Lavinia is one of one of uh, I say inspirations because I've watched her come in and out of prison as well, giving her story and and she's helped other people. Uh, Apostle Gentry, that's her pastor. He's uh, he has a love for us and he has his story. He's fearless, you know. He's fearless. He's in the community. Right, so right. I mean, I'm just doing what these people have done for me and I've watched them do, and I'm just following. I'm just moving forward and letting God use me in any way possible. Amen. And you do the same. Amen. 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 All right. Well, look, 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 David, I thank you so much, man. I love you, brother. And uh, uh, I, I, I look forward to working with you more in the future. Uh, I'm going yes, to talk uh, to uh, uh, my boy, Jason Wysong. Jason. Jason. Man, yes. I want to tell you, I know, I know my brother David cuts for you real tough. And I, I was already cutting for you. I didn't even know that y'all knew each other. So uh, oh, yeah. it was a great, <laughs> it was a great team that we put together. 
Y'all did a great yep. job. Jason, do you have anything you. you'd like to say? We got about two and a half minutes. Anything you want to share with us, brother? Go ahead, man. Well, I, I think uh, the theme of uh, this show was prison ministry and the biblical uh, backing behind it. Uh, and, you know, one of my favorite examples is in is in the good, uh, the book of Luke uh, 23, uh, verse 42 through 43, when Jesus is on the cross and uh, and the, the criminal the, uh, behind, uh, beside him says, Lord, uh, you know, please remember me when you enter your kingdom. And Jesus uh, said to him, uh, truly, I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. Uh, one of the last acts that Jesus Christ did on this earth was pardon a criminal, was prison ministry. And so, um, yeah, that's okay. so important. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> so I just, uh, I think we all uh, know today that, uh, yeah, it's so important to get involved and, and to serve serve this uh, this very critical part of, uh, of, of, our, of our world, is, is remember the prisoners, absolutely. Well, Jason, Jason, look, man, I really enjoyed talking to you for the very first time, and it was really yes. cool for it to be live on my podcast. You were a great joy, and I cannot wait to go to Kairos with you when I'm, when I'm eligible. And, I, yes. and between then, this time and then, we got a lot of time to work together, brother. So I'm here. Yeah. I'm in this cell. I'm ready to. I, I've. I'm. I've, I got a little rumble going. Let's do it, man. Let's. 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 <laughs> let's, let's. Let's get our voice heard, with David. You know. Let's start yeah. talking, man. Let's start talking. I'm gonna keep talking. I'm talking every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> so anyway. I love y'all, man. This is Cell Life. You can get us on YouTube. It's called Cell Life Prison on the Outside. You can catch us on uh, 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 TikTok. It's Prison Cell Life on TikTok. You can get us on Facebook. We are going to start filming live from Cell Life, our prison, or or our Cell Life page. Thank y'all, gentlemen, for being on the show. We're no out, man. Problem. This is Cell Life. I'm Michael Ceballos. I love y'all. I love y'all, David. I love you, uh, Jason. Thank you, yes. everyone, yeah. for being on the Let's show, man. Too, God bless, and we'll right. see y'all next yeah. week, Sunday, right. 4.30 to 6.30. <laughs>